Hello, I'm Milton Jones. Annoying, isn't it, when you buy something and then you get it home and then you see the sticker, buy one, get one free. Ah, and you think, I could have got another shoe. <laughs> grand old Duke of York. He was a manic depressive, you know. Well, when he was up, he was up. <laughs> so here I am, world-famous cyclist, about to take you round and round the bend for another case of Milton Jones. I'm about to compete in the Tour de France. I'm the fittest I've ever been. I've got all the latest equipment. In fact, I'm utterly invincible. Milton, have you got your bike? Ah. <laughs> That's Anton, my chief mechanic and coach, who provides me with all the latest state-of-the-art technology. Now, Milton, we've got three bikes here, all made of high-tensile tungsten fibre with a drop-head frame and dynamic ratio gearing. And what I like about them is that they're all foldable as well. Actually, they're not, but never mind. Uh, so we have two bikes here, if you care to choose one. Come on, Milton! And that's Arlene, my sports psychologist, urging me on. On, on, get on the bike, Milton! Good idea. <laughs> that's better. Thanks, Arlene. Bonjour, mesdames et messieurs, s'il vous plaît, tous les compétiteurs de cyclisme, avancez à la ligne de commencement pour le premier étage, merci. If you would like to hear that in English, I don't care. Right, last checks, Milton. Before the race, that's important. You're as aerodynamic as possible. Are you saying I can't wear the tropical fruit hat? <laughs> well, ideally. Otherwise, it negates the effect of your flesh-coloured, figure-hugging bodysuit. What bodysuit? <laughs> ah. As the race begins, I wonder how I ended up in the cutthroat world of international cycling. Years ago, my grandfather was the first clown to ride a unicycle. But one day, he ran away from the circus to join a firm of accountants. <laughs> he made his escape by stealing a car, but it just exploded and the doors fell off. <laughs> his punishment from the circus was to be shot out of a cannon. And as a result, my family were brought up in Holland. <laughs> Although, from the moment he landed, my grandfather ran into problems with the Dutch. Hello, excuse me, little boy. I, I was wondering if you could tell me the way to the doctors. I've just landed in your country and I've got a bit of a headache. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's a pharmacy five minutes that way. But first, can you help me? Oh, yes. You've got your finger stuck in a hole in that large dam-like structure. Here, let me help. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I stay and you must alert the authorities. No need. I'll just give you a pull. No, no! <laughs> Just in the nick of time, you're about to get washed away. Oh, oh, I see. Idiot! After the great flood in Holland, <laughs> my grandfather was inseparable from his unicycle, largely due to what the Dutch people made him do with it. <laughs> he should have known better, really. He used to work on the canals. In fact, he designed Camden Lock to prevent Camden being stolen. <laughs> And Camden is still there to this day, sadly. <laughs> but he was more successful than his father when it came to inventions. Right, Jones. I gather you have a new invention to present to the society. Indeed, gentlemen. After years of research and experimentation, I believe I have come up with a component for a transport machine that shall indeed take us to the ends of the earth. Oh, that is... Johnny Good. But is it truly innovative? After all, 
You don't want to be reinventing the wheel, do you? <laughs> what? Eh, <laughs> uh, no. Of course not. Would you excuse me for a moment? Cycling was in my family, and in time my dad opened a mountain bike shop in Holland. With hindsight, <laughs> he should have done more geographical research. Years later, because of our contribution to cycling, my family was at last forgiven. There was a reconciliation ceremony in the town square, with me and the grandson of the very boy whose finger was pulled from the dike. There was bunting, a picnic, and a big party. Hello, I'm Milton Jones. I'm Eric. And to think that it was our grandfathers that had that silly feud. It was a long time ago. Let us not mention it again. Yes, there's been a lot of water under the... Whoops, sorry. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Come, let us play on the bouncy castle of reconciliation. But first... <laughs> we must take off our clogs. Oh, yeah, Please. that's great. <laughs> Bouncing is fun, no? Oh, oh, no. There's a leak. Gas is escaping. I will plug the hole in my hand. You get help. No need. I will find the leak. I just need to light a match so I can see. No! <laughs> Twenty years later, there was another reconciliation ceremony. <laughs> but this time, we weren't invited. <laughs> By now, we could only afford a house on land that was reclaimed from the sea. But then the sea would reclaim the land every 12 hours when the tide came in again. <laughs> As a boy, I often stood looking out to sea with the spray in my face of the lifeguard telling me off in Dutch. <laughs> in desperation, I got a job in Morrison's, or as they call it in Holland, Van Morrison's. <laughs> Over there, of course, it's a huge department store. I started off in the shoe department. Excuse me, do you have this clog in a size 7? Certainly, just give me a minute. <laughs> After that, I was moved into the food counter. Excuse me, I need some groceries, please. Oh, you again. Can I be served by someone who isn't an idiot, please? Very well. I'll just press this. Don't worry. Now the big cheese is coming. Oh, good. The manager? No, a massive E-down. Ah! <laughs> but one day, a man walked into the shop who was to change my life forever. Hello. My name's Anton Peterson. And you must be Milton Jones. Yes. How did you know? Your handlebar moustache. It's the talk of the town. It was an accident. I had to break too suddenly. <laughs> I'm having them surgically removed next week. Well, forgive me, I've just arrived from your grandfather's circus. Yes, you certainly look like you've just been shot out of a cannon. Worse. Easy, Jet. <laughs> but I need to check your identity. If you're the real Milton Jones, you'll still have circus skills in your bones. What can you show me? Well, there's always the dancing bear. I must see it at once. Ah, I see. Dancing bear. <laughs> Nevertheless, will you come back to England to claim what's rightfully yours? Hmm, that's a difficult decision. I love it in Holland. The whole Dutch way of life, the things I've done, the people I've met, part of me will be forever orange. Of course. Never have a bath in sunny delight. So I see. <laughs> I agreed to make a new start in England, so the next day we cycled to the coast. Well, Milton, the ferry's about to depart. It'll be nice to have a rest from all that cycling for a bit. 
Absolutely. Two pedalos, please. Yeah, for sure, no problem. What? We're not going to pedal the whole way, surely. Of course. Now, take this tub of goose fat. Oh, very well. I better start slathering it on now. Right. Just get it into all those little crevices. What are you doing? Uh, isn't this what channel swimmers use to insulate them from the cold? Actually, it's for roasting potatoes when we get back to England. <laughs> oh. Next stop, Lowestoft. We made our way across the open water. To be honest, I was a bit worried about pirates. I mean, people think of pirates as being all smiley. But it turns out they're actually all Somali. <laughs> as we approached the coast of England, the sea became strangely busy with other people also on pedalos. Ahoy there! Can you see land? No, there. Chris Hoy. <laughs> the British Olympic gold medalist. He's in that pedalo. Of course. I recognise his pointy head. Ah, uh, that's a helmet, Milton. Is it? He, he must be doing some fitness training. So we should probably try and avoid... Ah! Ah! Help! Help! Chris Hoy! <laughs> as we landed in England, I was determined to make a career out of cycling. And as Chris Hoy was loaded into an ambulance, I just happened to learn that there was now a sudden gap in the British cycling team. <laughs> But first, I paid a visit to the circus that my grandfather left so suddenly all those years ago. I even sat in the actual cannon that he was shot out of. Who'd have thought that it was still working to this day? As I made my way back from Holland, I joined up with the British cycling team. They thought I might not be mentally tough enough, so they sent me to Arlene, the team psychologist. I'm Arlene, how are you going? Oh, I use food and nutrition and that sort of stuff. <laughs> so tell me, where are you from originally? Darwin. No, no, I think you might be getting the theory of evolution a bit mixed up there. <laughs> Let's not talk about where we're from, it's all about where we're going. Milton, you need to get out of a losing mentality. No, I don't. Yes, you do. OK, you win. <laughs> so, let's think positive. You're a caged animal. Oh, I get it. You want to see the dancing bear. No, thanks. I've heard about that. No. You're a caged animal. I'm a caged animal. You can't wait to get out. I can't wait to get out. So I'm opening the cage door, and what do you do? I phone the RSPCA. <laughs> right, I want you to close your eyes. OK. Ow! So that's lesson one. I feel better now. <laughs> lesson two, keep your eyes closed. We're going to do some visualisation. You're feeling great. There's nothing in the world that you can't do. Really? Get your hands off me! <laughs> Sorry, you said... All right, I've moved on. You're about to achieve your biggest ambition. Biggest ambition? You put one foot on the pedal. What happens next? The lid opens and I scrape the potato peelings into the bin. <laughs> and they all go in. <laughs> OK, forget it. We need to work on your general level of fitness with some cycling, running. Swimming's good too. Triathlon. I'll try anything. Ow! Fair enough. The next thing I knew, I was on the coach for Team GB. Could you get off me, please? Sorry. Anton! Ugh, you're still covered in goose fat. Haven't you washed it off yet? No, I, I find it rather freeing. So you're the team coach? I didn't know you were a cyclist. I, I used to be a professional cyclist, but I had to stop. I always thought I knew best. I was always leaving the room before my coach had finished giving me instructions. Then, one day, he said, 
Why don't you go outside and jump up and down on the trampoline? Except I didn't hear the Olene. <laughs> I can never forgive myself. My first cycling tournament was to be in the Canadian city of Coover, or Vancouver, as it's known by the Dutch. And now, with the competitors, please line up for the start of the first race. Right. Milton, you remember, this is the team pursuit. Yes, yes, and I've revised art and literature. Right. Team, <laughs> not trivial pursuit. Oh, that's a relief. I hadn't actually done any revision at all. <laughs> Thought not. Well, give it your best. You'll be at the front for the first 800. The rest of the team will ride out behind you before the first change. All right, chaps? Yeah, that's All absolutely right. fine, yeah. yeah. On your marks. Come on, Milton! Come on, Team GB! Look at them go! Excellent. Look at Milton leading the way. What a wonderful display. Oh. Why is he stopping? Look out, team! Oh, oh, what are you doing? What on earth? Milton, what happened? Why did you slow down? Random urine test. It's what they're least expecting. <laughs> Milton, they decide when to test you. Well, that's a relief. I could never have got the suit off anyway. <laughs> the next big international meeting was in Malaysia. Anton, Arlene and I went to the airport and put the bikes into a small lorry or as the Dutch call it, a van. <laughs> when we arrived, Arlene decided we need to have a team-bonding meal in the restaurant overlooking the Malaysian capital. I brought along my friend, Boonjong Janowat, from Bangkok. Mr Janowat, to what do we owe the pleasure? Well, well I-, I thought you're not allowed to get into this restaurant without a tie. <laughs> Struth, will you look at the menu? It's so hard to choose. How about those massive chicken things I've heard so much about? At the airport, I'm sure I saw a long satay car park. So, Milton, what do you think of this view of the city? Mm, bit disappointing, really. I'd always assumed Kuala Lumpur was a cross between a koala and an Oompa Lumpa. Well, it's getting late. I think I'll slip away. Still covered in goose fat, eh? <laughs> and so the day of the race dawned. As I lined up at the start, I noticed my opponent seemed to be having trouble with one of his wheels, so I got off to help. (sighs) Problems with the spokes. Hmm. We've got a man in charge of spokes. Mind you, all he does is seem to talk to the press. No, no, no. It's my tyre. It's filled with special low-density nitrogen-argon mix, but it's got a hole. I will keep my finger on it. You alert my mechanic. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's okay. Let me just pull your finger out of there. No! Look at my tyre. What did you think you were doing? Mr. Van de Graaff, may I... Milton was only trying to help. I don't need help. I'm double Dutch champion. No, no, I can understand everything you're saying. (laughs) I could have you disqualified. I have friends in high places. Not in Holland, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Milton, um, I I think you ought to know that Mr. Eric Van de Graaff here is not just a world-class cyclist but also a highly influential businessman. With his other hat, Van de Graaff is a millionaire entrepreneur. Can I have a go of this other hat? (laughs) I am the inventor of the energy-efficient light bulb. You may be aware of my company. Dimly. (laughs) We're so sorry about the race. Watch out, Jones. You're going to be seeing a lot more of me. So you're going to switch to normal light bulbs, then? (laughs) 
So as a result of all this, I was banned from competitive cycling. For the first time in my life, I couldn't ride. I'd fallen off the great velodrome of life. I'd hit the track, but I was determined to get back in the saddle of my one great love, beekeeping. (laughs) Or failing that, cycling. Desperate, I took a job as a cycle courier for a florist. I didn't last long in that job. The man kept giving me huge bouquets of flowers. Between you and me, I just didn't feel the same way about him. (laughs) Just then, I got a phone call out of the blue. Milton, it's Anton. Good news. I've been doing some research, and your ban only applies to velodrome races. You're free to enter road races, like like the Tour de France. Tour de France, eh? And what country is that being held in this year? France. Again? How come they always win the bid? I still didn't feel ready for the big race, so I spent several months in a training camp, learning how to make bombs and attack American convoys. On reflection, it might have been the wrong training camp. (laughs) And so we made our way to France. And here I am in Bordeaux, which hasn't hosted a stage of the race since the great accident of 89. I know, because I was on holiday in the area at the time. (laughs) And I had a lot of fun playing skipping, sometimes tying ropes between trees across the road. (laughs) Ah. A few days before the off, Anton and I decided to check out the first stage in advance. Anton, I'm really impressed you're keeping up with me. Ah, that's because we're on a tandem, Milton. (laughs) I mean, you've never managed to actually overtake me, but still, well done. Milton, we're on a tandem. (laughs) Oh, well. Still, we do have a moment in which we could discuss the issue of sponsorship for you. I've already got a sponsor. Excellent. Don't tell me. British Airways? Claims direct. Ah, very good. I've taken them on on a no-win, no-fee basis. Now, that's a pity. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to sprint speed now, so if I pull away from you, don't get offended. No, Milton. We're on a tandem. (laughs) And so the race began. Three weeks of competitive cycling, but there was a breakdown of communications at the start line. Mesdames et messieurs, dans cinq minutes, nous commençons le premier étage de la Tour de France. Bonne chance et attendez à vos machines. And for those of you who speak only English, bof. All right, Milton, we're about to start. What's the one thing you need? Focus. 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 Oh dear, he's driven off in a Ford Focus. <laughs> Eventually, I went back and got on my bike. And as the race began, I decided to pretend that I was being chased by lots of angry cyclists, which was really quite easy as I just removed all my competitors' saddles. (laughs) Not only did I win the race, but I won comfortably. Bonjour and welcome to Tour de France aujourd'hui on Channel 80+. So the first étage of the Tour de France was won by... An Englishman. I have him here, uh, Milton Jones. Guten Morgen. Now, Milton, you must be very proud to have the yellow jersey. That's true, and I'd also love to win the King of the Mountain jersey as well. And you know what that would mean? Yes, then we'd have enough jerseys for goalposts. (laughs) And then we could have a kickabout. Now, that would be a dream come true. And after the race, I gather you have some kind of celebration? That's right. Actually, there's this funny little ritual we do in England after a match or race. I don't think you have it here. Mm. What is it? A bath. (laughs) 
Do you have that? Oh, yes. Well done. You English love to make fun with your jokes. Okay. But what do you make of this? A late entry to the race is your deadly rival, Eric van der Graaff. He will cook your goose. Excellent. Anton was running out of grease. <laughs> well, congratulations on your success so far. From Channel 80 Plus, here is a bottle of champagne. Thanks. And I've got a random bottle of something for you. Oui? <laughs> It is indeed. <laughs> Back to the studio. Over the next weeks in the Tour de France, I would hit the front. Then Van de Graaff would surge into the lead. And once I got a bit confused and hit a French bloke called Serge. With only one stage to go, Van de Graaff and I were only five seconds apart. But then I got a message that he wanted to meet me in an underground car park. Which car is his? Well, it'll be an expensive one, don't forget. Eric Van de Graaff made a fortune out of his energy-efficient bulbs. It's okay, he said he'd flash his headlamps. Oh, dear. There's no sign of him, let's go. Uh, wait, wait, that car over there, the lights are rather dim. It must be him. I'm over here. I'm over here. Can't you see me turning them on and off? Not really. <laughs> Enough of this foolishness. Listen, Milton, I have a proposition for Team MJ. I want to divert the last stage of the Tour de France through Holland. You mean a detour de France? <laughs> yes, through all the major cities. Rotterdam, Eindhoven. You know, you'd have to shut lots of roads, divert lots of traffic, turn off lots of red lights. They won't like that in Amsterdam. <laughs> Don't worry. My company will put lots of money into it. Hmm, the slogan could be, the future's bright, at least it will be when it warms up a bit. Milton. <laughs> Milton, this is your chance. By doing Eric this favour, you can overcome the wrongs you did him as a child and free your guilt. You're right. All the things I did to you. Blowing up your bouncy castle, destroying your special bike tyres, going round to your house, stealing your clothes and appearing on YouTube dressed as you talking in an effeminate voice. What? <laughs> Nothing. Forget it. Would you be very cross if you found out that was me? Well, excellent. It's a deal. We race on Monday. One last thing, Eric. When you had the idea for this new light bulb, did it appear very, very slowly in a balloon above your head? Milton. <laughs> Milton, Milton, Milton Jones. And so the final stage began in Amsterdam. The starting lineup was in a special theme park built to celebrate all things Dutch. Eric's company had constructed a giant windmill. And I created the opening ceremony, consisting of a Dutch footballer wearing clogs, kicking a whole Edam through a priceless Rembrandt. <laughs> the race was about to begin, and Arlene was doing her best to get me in the right frame of mind. But something was wrong. Come on, Milton. Do the focusy thing. Oh, whatever. Sorry. I'm not feeling that right. I, I just need a coffee. Be careful, Arlene. You know, in Holland, you don't always get a coffee in a coffee shop. Yeah, if you want a coffee, you have to go to Superdrug. <laughs> See you later. I don't know. What's wrong with Arlene? Yeah, she was fine until I gave her that motivation tape. Well, what was on it? Coldplay. <laughs> she was looking a bit yellow. Now, on a brighter note, here's the new bicycle Eric supplied. Apparently, it's the most energy-efficient bicycle in the world, designed by Nobel scientists. Hence... Nobel. I was going to say maximum aerodynamic shape, but Nobel is good, yes. <laughs> Mesdames et Messieurs, s'il vous plaît, prenez vos positions pour l'étage final de la Tour de France et les Pays-Bas. Merci. And for those of you who only speak English, here is the announcement in Dutch. <laughs> Dames 
We were off. The first 10k disappeared very quickly. I probably shouldn't have left my holiday money in my pocket. <laughs> then Anton came through on the team radio. Milton, I've just noticed that every time you speed up, the giant windmill in the theme park goes a little faster. Interesting. What happens if I go even faster? At that moment, the windmill took off to reveal a huge Van de Graaff generator underneath. And standing in front of it was the man himself, Mr. Dennis Generator. <laughs> But just behind him was Eric Van de Graaff. You're too late, Jones. My plan is working. Every single bicycle in this race has been generating millions of volts that are stored in that silver dome. What dastardly thing are you planning? Behold, my latest invention. It's a robot and it looks exactly like Anton. Clever. Kill it. Ow! Milton! I am not a robot. Which is exactly what a robot would say. Ow! No, look over there. Where? There! Right on top of the dome, my new energy-efficient light bulb. With a million volts running through it, it is... Almost as bright as a normal bulb. <laughs> so, sorry, which, which bulb am I looking at? I can't, can't quite see. Oh, I, there, that one. Oh, I see. You, see. you see, I thought you were going to cause a power surge to blow all the old light bulbs in Europe so you could sell your ones at vastly inflated prices. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I should have done that. <laughs> That, that would have worked very well. Stupid. Why didn't I think of that? Just... <laughs> All right, drawn guys. What's going on? Arlene, you're back. Too right. My life is over. What's the matter with him? Come on, mate. You've got to be more motivated than that. No, I'm finished. I don't want to hear you say that again. You don't? No way. You've got to embrace the positive. Reach out and touch it. Yes. Yes. No, no, no she didn't mean... <laughs> oh, that really hurt. <laughs> oh, whoops. I would say, look on the bright side. <laughs> Eric was pretty furious about it, but he was okay in a few days once he'd had a few supplements from Holland and Barrett, or as the Dutch call it, Barrett. <laughs> well, we mustn't let this unfortunate incident overshadow the fact that Milton has been declared the winner. Actually, there's been a bit of a mix-up, and I didn't win the Tour de France after all. No, I've won the actress, Frances de la Tour. Really? She's waiting for me over there. I'll be there in a minute. Oh, Mr. Rigsby. <laughs> the car's waiting. Time to go. Wait! Ah, it's Eric. You were right, Jones. I don't want to be consumed with bitterness my whole life. In final reconciliation, I offer you my hand. I wouldn't touch his hand. It might still be charged. Okay, bye then. Oh, everything all right? I hate to say it, but my finger is trapped in the door. Very good. I'm not pulling that out. No, no. <laughs> really, it is trapped. You must release it. No, no, I've learned my lesson. If a Dutchman has got his finger stuck in something, leave it right there. <laughs> Drive on. Jones, no, ah, Jones, stop! Stop! That was another case of Milton Jones, starring Milton Jones, Tom Goodman-Hill, Lucy Montgomery and Ben Wilbond. It was written by Milton Jones and James Carey, and the music was by Guy Jackson. The producer was David Tyler, and the program was a positive production for BBC Radio 4. And listen again next time when you can catch another case of Milton Jones. Milton Jones!